the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. All right, I heard this today, and I'm going to mention it, uh, fully aware that this might get me in a jackpot with some of you, and I don't mean what I say to be unkind. But this, to me, uh, the effort by Mike DeWine, the governor, has ordered U.S. and Ohio State flags flown at half-staff today. Pam, have you heard about this? Do you know why? Uh, why You do know why they're doing this. Doing this for Ohio Overdose Awareness Day. Yep. Okay. So I'm not unfeeling to people who are trapped in addiction. But to lower flags to half staff, I feel like the more we do this to, quote unquote, raise awareness, first of all, is anyone unaware that drug overdoses are a problem in the state of Ohio? They've been a problem for like at least a decade, maybe more. It's not an awareness problem. It's a proliferation of drugs and it's getting worse every day with fentanyl coming across the southern border. Uh, We've lived the opioid crisis in Ohio like almost nowhere else. So I don't think it's a lack of awareness. Now, if they want to say that, you know, Naxalone is free to anyone who wants it, and they want to have that as a fail-safe against it, okay. But here's my thing. Lowering flags to half-staff is to honor people who have done something exemplary in military service or the public sphere. That is what that is created for, and I, I just personally feel like that is what it should be restricted to. I'm not against addicts recovering. I'm not uncaring if you your family has been torn by an opioid death. It doesn't mean that I'm uncaring or unfeeling to that because I personally have not experienced it. Uh, I'm just saying that I, I just think that sometimes we, we, we have so blithely co-opted things meant for one purpose into things for another purpose to, quote, raise awareness. I don't think we raise any awareness. I don't think we do any good. I thought he was more acknowledging the passing of individuals who have addiction. Yeah, maybe. overdose impacts right, us all. A, we know that Naxalone's thing. a critical tool. I mean, he got to the Naxalone yeah. right away. So it's clearly like, yeah. So, okay, great. Fantastic. By the way, you have news on the uh, I-70 East snafu I over do. by Dayton. Yes, over in Dayton. 70 eastbound remains closed. It's between 75 and 235. That stretch is completely closed, and ODOT is reporting until at least 4.30 this afternoon. Westbound lanes are open. So Mm. if you're going to Indianapolis, for instance, for whatever reason. Don't. (laughs) You can. No, you can go westbound, but you can't come from from Indianapolis to Columbus right now unless you take the detour. Yeah. So this is because something hazardous was spilled on the road. Yes. So it must not be too hazardous, or the smell would emanate over to the other side of the, of the highway. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe a bunch of Democratic ideas spilled out <laughs> on the highway. They'd have to close the whole state if that was uh, the case. Uh, okay. Speaking of the Dayton area, here's good news. Dayton's sole abortion clinic plans to close in mid-September. Yay! Unless laws banning most abortions in Ohio and Indiana are put on hold. Yeah, you wish, leftist. Uh, Women's Medical Center, which operates independent abortion clinics in Dayton and Indianapolis, plans to close both locations. Yay again. Unless legal intervention can block one or both laws, which are basically the heartbeat laws, uh, which will not happen in Ohio or in Indiana. The closure, according to the Cincinnati Enquirer, would leave Dayton, a city of nearly 140,000 people, without an abortion clinic. Again, I say, yay. Now, two matters involving Columbus police and uh, Columbus's uh, administration, Mayor Andrew Ginther, law director Zach Klein, Council President Shannon Harden. You will not read about this story on the Columbus Dispatch, and I dare say you will not see it televised on any of the local news outlets. So where did I get it? I got it at a place where you need to be going every day. The Susie Report. Uh, our friend Tom Susie, former Channel 6 uh, Consumer Affairs reporter, uh, got his belly full of the uh, advantage shown to uh, favored causes in the city and is now an independent journalist and doing a great job. He has a site, thesusireport.com. Sunday night, Council President Shannon Harden, City Attorney Zach Klein, and Councilwoman Shayla Favor found on their doorstep an array of protesters who were protesting the plans to eradicate and close a homeless encampment on the city's east side. So these activists show up, and they're peacefully protesting outside the homes of these city officials. Now, what do you think happened? According to the Susie Report, Columbus Division of Police Officers immediately showed up and explained to the protesters that they were on private property and had to leave at once. No sidewalks there? I guess not. So uh, the homeless activists refused to go, and they were summarily arrested and taken to jail. You should have gone to uh, Washington, D.C. and protested outside a Supreme Court justice's house. You could have protested to your little heart's content. So, to recap, protesters at the riots in downtown Columbus in May of 2020 were not arrested. Police, in an effort to quell said riots, were invited to march with the protesters. 32 of the protesters were given nearly $6 million by the city of Columbus which wasted another million on attempting to hire a, an independent law firm to investigate and a special prosecutor to prosecute, except there was no evidence of any wrongdoing. And the taxpayers were on the hook for almost seven figures for that. But you show up on a Sunday night at the law director's house or at Council President Shannon Harden's house or at City Councilman Shayla Favors' house, and you are going to be arrested. Uh, By the way, on the complaint filed against the protesters from Council President Shannon Harden's house, uh, his name is not on the police report. The uh, name on the police report is his co-inhabitant of said residence, Martin Zakrich, who I presume is... uh, What's the correct verbiage here? Would he be Shannon Harden's husband or would he be Shannon Harden's 
wife or would it be Shannon Harden's partner. domestic partner? Partner okay. is the word that my daughter's generation uses. Okay, now. very good. It's partner. It's partner. They're not in business together. They're in bed together. Uh, so there you go. Shannon Harden, uh, who does not want his name on a police report that he and his partner called on protesters. Now, speaking of Columbus police, uh, Jennifer Knight is a deputy chief. She did march with protesters in the 2020 riots, but there's a limit to which your virtue signaling will spare you from being targeted. And Jennifer Knight has exceeded it. Uh, Yes, she has exceeded it. Uh, She is now dehumanized on a routine basis by the uh, new police administration because she missed a drug test in November. They wanted her out because she's part of the old guard of police leadership, not apparently on board with the Elaine Bryant, LaShawna Potts way of doing policing. And so, uh, since missing that drug test, which is typically just a procedural thing, I think she had a family conflict that day. She couldn't go in. She gave him uh, advance notice she was not going coming to the test and took it later. Uh, she has since been forced to uh, strip down to nothing and to provide a urine sample while people watched her do this. And... All of this goes back. What could she possibly have done? Having marched in the riots of 2020, having marched with protesters, what could she possibly have done to deserve this kind of treatment? Well, originally she was in charge of discipline and uh, Jennifer Knight was not on board with a former police uh, upper management person uh, named Melissa McFadden who published a memoir, self-published, I might add, a memoir about discrimination in the Columbus Division of Police. Uh, McFadden, this is where Jennifer Knight uh, went wrong, she recommended that McFadden be terminated. You cannot recommend that a black female police officer be terminated, even if she is alleging misconduct in the Division of Police. McFadden sued. She won all of $2. Two. Two. But Jennifer Knight did not side with her uh, woke complaint, and so they have been trying everything they can to get rid of Jennifer Knight. Other cops have told me this. So there is a photograph circulating out there on social media that has been uh, leaked by the DOJ of Mar-a-Lago. And there's a bunch of papers all over the floor, arranged so if you zoom in, you might be able to read a headline on one or a couple of words on another. They're situated just so. This is clearly a staged photograph, as if FBI agents stormed into this room full of classified documents at Miralago, and they found the nuclear codes neatly arranged on the floor of Donald Trump's storage room. Uh, This thing is becoming more and more pathetic by the day. They're really going to try to get him on some violation of secret documents when Bill Clinton's right-hand man went into the National Archives and stuffed documents down his pants and walked out when Obama had, like, scores more documents than Trump. 
Um, but, you know, it won't really matter, right? Because if you are predisposed right now to believe that Donald Trump is the devil and that he's a fascist, then no matter how transparent the DOJ and the FBI's attempt to frame him or magnify things he did that were unlawful but have been looked upon before as, eh, so what? Then you're going to buy into that and you're going to just double down on it and treat it as your chew toy and never let go of it. And you're going to be coerced into doing that, by the way, by Joe Biden. Tomorrow night he's going to give a speech, the president. Boy, I bet he... What time will Joe Biden get up tomorrow if he has to give a speech tomorrow night? If he has to be up after 8 p.m., what time will he get up? 11? 11.30? 11.45? I don't know. But Biden and the Democrats are accusing their political opponents of what they are. They are the dictators. They are the fascists. They are the ones who are the threats to the American system. They're the ones who want to take away the Second Amendment. They're the ones who want to take away the First Amendment. And before you say, Democrat freak, well, you're the ones who want to take away a woman's right to choose. No, actually, we're the ones who want to hand that back to the voters and let the voters decide that in each particular state. That is the epitome of democracy, of having the voters decide, not having nine unelected Supreme Court justices decide for the entire nation. Okay, I would love to see abortion outlawed everywhere. But I will allow that the the will of the people of the state of New York and California may not be what my will is right here in Ohio. And so I understand the wisdom of allowing the electorate to make that decision. The people telling lies about what's really going on, they aren't the Republicans. The people telling the lies are the Democrats. So Biden's going to lecture, 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 finger wag, shame on you, you're evil. Uh, He was doing it yesterday in Pennsylvania. They're the party of defund the police. They're the party of riots in the streets, which they said were mostly peaceful. (laughs) They're the party, like, for instance, John Fetterman, the Pennsylvania Senate candidate, is now railing about voter ID laws. Can't expect black people to have a voter ID. Basically what Fetterman said. They're not going to have a voter ID. Well, aren't you part of the party that wanted to require everyone to have proof of vaccination status to get on an airplane, to get on a bus, to participate in polite society? Like a vaccine card, people can carry that, but an ID is impossible for them to carry? And the level of detachment from reality in the Democratic Party is so easy to point out and so frustrating that they don't acknowledge. Here's Biden yesterday in Pennsylvania. Get a load of this. They're not unlimited. Right now, you can't go out and buy an automatic there weapon. He is, railing against the Second Amendment. Railing against the Second Amendment. This is what he's doing. Go out and buy a cannon. Mm-hmm. And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. What is the purpose of that? Goading people into bearing arms against their government. First of all, the assumption that people want to do that is very insulting. And he is trying to, he's basically daring you, okay? So this is what he will do more of tomorrow night. And again, don't respond like the nut job who stormed the FBI office in Cincinnati. That's the wrong, you're giving them exactly what they want if you do that. And you are becoming what you despise if you do that. 
the party that has attempted to uh, initiate violence in this country is not the Republican Party. That party is the Democratic Party. Uh, let me refresh your memory. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. Maybe I didn't throw a punch. Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. If we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. No, I wish we were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. Please, get up in the face of some Congress people. People will do what they do. I want to tell you, Lord Dutch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. This is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those of you who are soldiers, make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive? But the way I see it now is that we pick ourselves up and we fight back. That's what I think it's all about. We stand up and we fight back. We do not back down. We do not compromise. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. People are upset and they're right to be upset. We'll also fight him and challenge him in every way that we can. In the Congress, in the courts, and in the streets. So to recap. To continue fighting. We, we each have an yeah, important yeah, yeah, role yeah, to yeah. play. Kamala, please. Come on. Enough. Make them pay. You have released the whirlwind. That's your Senate Majority Leader. We do not compromise ever. That is Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren. And I don't know who the last knucklehead was. We will fight in the streets. Fight in the streets. Okay, you can say, well, Elizabeth Warren used the word fight. Fight can be used a lot of different ways, Bruce. Not really evil that she says fight. Fight in the streets? Fight in the streets? I didn't get to Mad Maxine Waters. Get up in their face. Tell them they're not welcome here. They're not welcome here in this country. Did you hear the New York governor, Kathy Hochul, yesterday? Republicans, get on a bus. Go to Florida. You don't belong here. You don't reflect our values. Democrats now not only want to rule states, and that's fine. They're entitled to want to rule a state, win elections, take over, take power. But never before have it has it been a case where in this state, the Democrats control the state. And so we're going to decide economic policy. We're going to decide education policy. And by the way, we're going to decide your values, too. And if you don't subscribe to our values, well, then you're not even welcome to live here. That's the rhetoric, and it's all coming from the left. It is all coming from the left. There's some there's some unacceptable rhetoric coming from the right. I will allow that. But I believe that it is coming from the right because it is coming from people who lose touch with their hold on reality when they are goaded into those feelings by people who continue to poke them and poke them and poke them and poke them. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.